coming at you from Merrimack, New Hampshire. I'm Brendan. And I'm Mike, co-founder of Able Ebenezer Brewing Company. Each week, we have a beer and a good time keeping the discussion on the lighter side. This is the Stimulus Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Stimulus Podcast. I'm Brendan. With me, as always, is Mike. And this past week, we didn't put out a new episode, but... I got to give a special happy birthday shout out to Mike. Thank you. We're not going to disclose when his birthday is because he doesn't even tell Facebook his real birthday. That's right. I like to throw people off. You know, it's like that whole identity <laughs> theft thing. Like- yeah, no, I, I get it. So so actually today we're going to we're going to be trying some new beers. Uh, a customer of ours at Abel uh, was in town and he's from Chicago and he recommended these two beers for us to try. He bought them for me and. Yeah, Mike, what what are the beers? Yeah, so the first one is Revolution Brewing, and it's called Strawberry Jacket. It's a barley wine ale with mm. strawberries. And at first, I was like, oh, this is going to be like super refreshing. And then I look at the back, and it is 13% alcohol. Ooh, yeah, lovely. That's fine. <laughs> a little nightcap at yeah. 5 o'clock. Ooh. And now my pants are wet, officer. <laughs> I wish we had the video running right now because he didn't totally just spill this beer on his pants. Oh, yeah. And also, we got to give a little shout out or I got to give a little shout out to Caitlin, Mike's wife. She got Mike. Uh, it's called the Cloud Lifter, right? Cloud Lifter. That's right. It's yeah. the amplifier. So, yeah, it, it, it makes these mics so much better. I honestly thought that we didn't need them. I was like, no, nah, the shorts perfectly fine with the interface. No, nah, this is like night and day difference. So big shout out to Caitlin real quick. You know, well, the tough part is we record the podcast why the brewery's open. So <laughs> it can get pretty loud. You know, there, you know, there's people screaming, there's dogs barking. So Sometimes. anything we can do to eliminate sound is good with us. Now that's true. And if anyone has any recommendations about soundproofing equipment or anything like that, please, please, please message us and let us know. All right, getting into this beer, I'm admittedly kind of a lightweight, so uh, just smelling this thing, it just reminds me of like walking into an arts and crafts store oh, and just getting like shivers down my body. I just... Uh... Super intense. Super intense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took one sip and I'm like, holy sweetness. Yeah, they should call this beer Michael's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think of this? It is uh it it's potent. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely one getting used to. This is what we call a sipping beer. All right. Hey, what's this on uh Beer Advocate? This one? Yeah. All right, yeah, let's go. Let's do Revolution Brewing. Just the fact that it's so overwhelming, I know it's going to be a high rating. Like, people right. love that. People let's just want see. Strawberry Jackets. So we got 13% ABV. 92 score average rating of you know 4.35 it doesn't have it doesn't have too many ratings on here actually they put a slightly drier blend of bourbon and rye whiskey barrel english barley wines aged 18 months provides a base for the delicate nuances of fresh strawberry to shine while retaining the same balance we expect of our beloved straight jacket reminiscent of fresh juicy strawberry atop a creme brulee this sipper is as <laughs> is at home beside your favorite dessert as it is on its own. Enjoy at our store. This beer is as complicated as my ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a dessert beer. Uh, probably never going to drink it again, I'm going to be honest. But 
Yeah, I mean, I could totally see how like people would like it. I mean, it's definitely not my style of beer. If it was the last beer in my fridge and I just wanted to go to bed, get drunk or something, <laughs> yeah, I would. I'd pull it out and drink it. But I are you a barley wine fan though? Not really. I just like full disclosure. No. Yeah. So I think it's it's definitely a unique taste barley wines in general so i feel like you're kind of about it or you're not and i'm not really a, a sweet person anyway like growing up most of my life i never ate chocolate unless it was on an oreo or something like that like chocolate ice cream it was just too sweet wait wait, wait. i yeah. i know you don't like food but you you're not a sweet guy i'm just not a sweet guy no <sighs> as far as candies go you know like sweet tarts you know more on like the bittering side kind of like you, that mouth puckering stuff you, so you like sours yeah, like sour. Like sour stuff? Like, but that doesn't transition. Not like overwhelming. Because, I mean, I, th- I think the fact that I'm not a huge fan of sour beers is for a while there when sours were the craze, people were just making sour beers and they weren't yeah. like good sour beers. Like just because just something's like, oh, this is a sour beer. And it's like, okay, that's great. But like, you know, you could still make them bad. No, that's so, so true. I've definitely had my fair share of sour beers I did not enjoy. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure, too, I'm not really a huge sour beer. We already established this New England IPAs. That's what I go for. It's it's weird. But I have but I have lately been liking the stouts and porters. The, the look on your face well, after dude, that sip. No, I, <laughs> I think the stouts and porters is because, I mean, the weather's changing. It's cold now. Yeah. I feel like actually moving to New England was the first time, the first winter in New England it was the first time I was like, oh, no, maybe I should, like, settle down and just, like, get a long-term girlfriend and just get married or something. And someone was like, yeah, the winter does that here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, not just me. Seasonal it was the first depression. time in my life. I'm like, maybe I should just settle down. They're like, yeah, it's it's the winter. That so. New Hampshire is the reason, you yeah, think? absolutely. Really? Yeah. It's obviously going to affect you, but just the fact that it has such extreme climates relative to Los Angeles, where I grew up. I mean, the fact that it was like 62 days ago and this Saturday it's supposed to snow, that gives you the idea of how crazy our weather can be here. It messes with you. So. It, no, it does. But I think it's the same thing with you liking stouts and porters in the wintertime. Well, so on a very cold day, on a zero degree day, I might drink this outside while I'm walking my dog to go okay. to the bathroom. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's it. That's, that's all you're getting. But. And I mean, to your point too. It's uh, it's just very sweet. It is like eating a dessert. Yeah, I mean it's borderline syrup. I uh, yeah, I would love to see the process. Yeah, so. of what they actually put it. Do you think it's real strawberries? I don't know. Do I have to drink the whole thing? I, <laughs> there's a sink out back. <laughs> Uh, we're sorry. Look, I Help bet me, Brandon. I bet you guys make great beer too. This just this is really not up our alley today. Yeah, it's not my style. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and crush it. Hey, good luck, man. I just I I feel like I haven't eaten much today though, so I don't know if this is like a lose lose situation. It's a bad decision at this but... point. <laughs> okay, so as we're taking this beer, sipping it nice and slowly, I actually I found a would you rather question. I was going to do one about <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, but Mike freaking threw me off, so I need to go and find another one for him. So, look, Mike, would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will ever learn? Everything my future self would ever learn. 
Really? That one was easy for me. Why? I don't know, because I, I want to enjoy my childhood. It's kind of like <laughs> if you know stuff, uh, you don't get to enjoy it. You don't get to like grow up. Yeah, exactly. You just don't. Are you like? Is is you don't get like that pure pleasure, that pure curiosity when you're a kid. Interesting. I would have never. I w- I wasn't even thinking about it that way. I'm like, hey, well, I could hope maybe change events in the future, but then. Well, I mean, I'd rather do it now because I feel like I I already am inundated with different burdens and responsibilities and things like that. So having more knowledge now is better. But back then, when in, I don't know, all you have to do is go to school. I wish we had a floor drain and. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, Can we get a wet bar in here? Thanks. I'm we'll so talk to the owner. <laughs> All right. We are digging into three Floyds, which, I mean, if you ever go on Beer Advocate or Untap, these guys just light it up. They're one of those like top beer type breweries. I think it's like Toppling Goliath and, yep. you know, The Alchemist and all them. So they're up there with them. Uh, they're out of uh, Indiana, I believe. I yep, Munster, Munster, Indiana, wherever that is. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, no, I've I've read really good things about them. Uh, this is their, what, Dark Lord? Yeah, it's called Dark Lord. Uh, I wish I could read the rest of the label, but it's written in some sort of Russian quasi-Warcraft something, and it's got <laughs> some sort of probably illiterate Warcraft figure who's very upset that he can't read on there. <laughs> but... So I did, I think the bottle's really cool. It's it's really cool artwork, but... Yeah, the whole thing is wrapped. So it looks like a piece of art. And then it's got the, what's it called when they like dip the top? And, it's a wax, Like right? a wax or yeah. something like that. So. It almost looks like a wine bottle, like yeah. what they do with wine bottles. Yeah. I mean, not functional at all, but it's great. Because <laughs> I can't get it open, but... Once again, wish I had the video running right now so everyone could watch Mike struggle to get this <laughs> beer open. <laughs> nice. Ooh, this smells, smells good? good, yeah. Whoa. That is a super dark beer. It's a super dark beer, pouring it, almost no head on it. Smells delicious, though. Do you know what the ABV on this, on this is? It doesn't say on the bottle, does it? No, it doesn't, but it smells really good, you know, because I feel like lots of times with Imperial Russian Stouts, you get a super sweet, syrupy type of smell to it, almost like medicinal, like you're drinking cough syrup or something, and you're not, I don't get that at all with this. Ooh, that is good. I mean, the ABV is still up in the air. I have no idea. The Battle Axe guy in the front probably killed the ABV, but... uh. <laughs> No, I it it is really weird that it's good because it's got that really thick taste to it and that mouthfeel, but it has like a little bit of roastiness on the back end, which kind of keeps you coming back for more. I think the thing with me is when it gets too sweet, I don't want to come back for another sip. I'm just like one sip, I'm good. Don't need to try it again. This one has just enough of a roasty crispness on the end that you're like, I want to keep drinking it. I like this. Yeah, no, it's it is a good beer. I feel once again, it's definitely a sipper, at least for me. I I don't think I could pound this back, but well, it looks like it's made with coffee too. On the on the back, uh, it says dark matter coffee. So I guess that would definitely account for the roastiness that you're getting. See, this is definitely the like 
the type so okay what's the difference between a stout and an imperial stout i i honestly i don't know do you do you know that it's just bigger so instead of like double ipas they would call them imperial ipas back in the day is it is it because just higher abv Mm -hmm. that's that's pretty much the only difference in a sense Mm -hmm. really yep okay i I figured i didn't know if there was like some sort of specialty thing that they do to it yeah i think just imperial synonymous with double so Oh, all right. See, I'm 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 learning brew terms today, this Mike. This is good. No, this is something that you know, I'd probably drink on a cold day and watch, you know, a good show or something like that. But. Okay, speaking of good shows too, it's been it's been on my mind lately, and I'm gonna tell you, I am so mad at streaming services. Since when are there like 50? I was used to the Hulu and Netflix. Now it's like, oh, you want to watch The Office? You got to go to Sling and Parks and Recs now on like FUBU or whatever TV that is. And there's... Uh, Oh, no. no. I'm totally with you because now if you want to watch like SNL, you have to go to Peacock. Yeah, Peacock. That's it. It's like NBC is the new thing. And I'm like, come on, dude. It's like NBC. I'm already paying, you know, the premium $9 to watch the network channels. It's like, just let me watch it. It makes, so it's, it's getting crazy. So I always, I told my mom back in the day, I'm like, you're way overpaying for Comcast for, you know, for TV. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that pound for pound, or I should say hour for hour entertainment value wise, paying for Comcast or the services is worth it. Okay. Think about it. Like you go out to dinner. Yes. You get fed. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so that's an hour or an hour and a half. And what'd you spend? You spent like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you spend a hundred bucks a month that just covers your cable, you know, never mind the internet. I mean, you're getting three, four, five hours every single day. So I mean, if you think about it, pound for pound, hour for hour, damn it. It is worth it. And it's like, oh, if you're gonna cut a hundred dollars out of your monthly budget, like probably not the best place to start. But that's just my two cents. Okay, so my other then my other thought with it, I love capitalism and all that jazz, but there's way too many streaming services because now you're thinking you have to pay for each of these. Like Peacock, like when when did that become a thing? By the way, like, I don't when, know. They just did it. They, it just happened. Yeah. Because I'm like, wh- when did this happen? I'm yeah, like, all I'm of like, a sudden, SNL, you better be funnier. Yeah. <laughs> if you make me pay for this, like I'm not gonna watch it anymore. Problem is, they can't bring Chris Farley back, so it's, I don't know, man. Rest in peace. I don't know, but I will say of the new ones, I did like Apple TV. Yep. I think they started off pretty strong, and they have a couple good shows on it. Like uh, the morning show is pretty good, and a couple other ones. But it it it's kind of like dropping off a little bit. But the thing with that is. You know, if you use Apple Music like I do, lots of times it's just part of the subscription package, the, yeah, right? Kind of like if you do Spotify, you get Hulu or something yeah. like that. So, so th- those things kind of get a pass to me, right? Because you're already bundled in anyway. Yeah, probably the the best standalone one that's come out recently is probably Disney Plus. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Just for the sole fact of ESPN Plus that goes along with it. Oh, it does? Yeah, I didn't even or know that. I think it's it's part of their package. So it's like if you get Disney. ESPN Plus is is like you can add on five bucks and have that too. It is the best thing I've ever done. I love the insider yeah. scoop. I mean, it didn't help me at all this fantasy football season as I'm like riding my way right into the toilet bowl. But ESPN Plus, I love it. Hmm. You get so much information from there and so many more articles. You know, when you're on ESPN and you're looking at stuff, it's like subscribe to be able to read. It's right. 
that's what I love. Nice. Have I, you seen the new uh, Taylor Swift documentary see, on Disney Plus? I haven't the watched folklore? it yet. I'm going to watch it either tonight or tomorrow. You haven't watched it yet? Hey, dude. <sighs> that's good. All right. See, so you were the one who told me to watch Miss Americana. Oh, yeah. That was really good, too. Great documentary. But you were, but you were telling me more about it. Like, you, you watched it. What like what got you jazzed up about it? Like you were oh, so excited. One? Yeah, you, you were so excited when you told me. Well, it's definitely an interesting album. I mean, I do like Taylor Swift, but this album was much different. It just had a different vibe. Obviously, it came out while everything was shut down. So, uh, but it was just interesting because it's the first time that she's played in studio with the musicians, and they've sung the entire album, and it's at one of the producers' house. So. It was produced by uh, Aaron Dessner, who is one of the, the founders of the band The National. And you can totally tell he had a lot of input to the, the vibe of the album. And then the other guy is, um, he's kind of weird, Jack uh, Antonoff. He's the, uh, he's the guitar player for that band Fun. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like some yep. nights of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's weird. He looks like he's like dressing for the 80s. You know, he's got white socks on. It's strange. But I mean, he's obviously very good at what he does. So it's like you get like these three people that are like the best at what they do. And uh, and the setting's awesome because it's in upstate New York. It's at Aaron Dessner's Home house studio. stop. Yeah, yeah. The studio at Long Pond. And so it's like this beautiful outdoor space and recording studio. And they, And, you know, they probably talk about each song for five minutes about the background and inspiration, things like that. And then they just play every single song on the album live. So it's, it, it's pretty awesome. It's incredible. Yeah. So, so I think like these streaming services, if you're going to have a standalone thing, you got to up your game and start having really good content like this, you know, original content. So do you, do you think because of the shutdown, do you think artists are becoming more creative or like, I think so because even in the documentary, uh, when you listen to the album, it, the, the album was actually recorded three different places. So as a, each one of these guys' guys's house, so like Taylor Swift recorded the lyrics at her house, and then, you know, the guitar was at another house, and they basically just mixed everything together. Right. And so even doing a documentary like this, they talk about it, and they're like, like, we've never made an album like this. I don't think anyone's made an album like this. No one's debuted a documentary about an album like this. So I think, yeah, it's definitely forced people to try different stuff and it i mean i thought this was great like i hope you see more bands do this kind of thing just like working working together like that like in that type of setting you know like well even just like playing it live it kind of had like that unplugged feel mm, you know um, what i mean yeah MP, yeah yeah I know exactly and, the, and the sound quality is awesome but there's little you get like little nuances in the music when someone's playing it live no yeah you know what I, I mean? so, no exactly well I mean, that's like the thing about live music compared to a perfectly edited song is that I, I a lot of times like the live music because even when someone fumbles, it's like you're live. You have to keep going. So it gives it almost a little more character that it shows you they're human rather than this automated computer sound that is perfect every time it's played. Right. Which, I mean, it has it has its own place. Don't get me wrong. But I like hearing the human aspect of a person playing a guitar. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so many bands that I can think of that maybe I wasn't a fan of them or maybe I didn't hear of them, but watching them live, you know, you just feel it on a more emotional level. And I think every time that you hear that song on the CD or streaming or w whatever it is, I think 
you know, you just subconsciously go back to that live performance about like what kind of emotion actually goes into it. Yeah, it's more passion. You know, there's yeah. an actual so much passion into yeah. it. So definitely worth checking out. And then, I mean, Disney Plus, obviously, any Disney movie, anytime you're down, anytime it's like a dark day, anytime you're drinking three Floyds, you know, Imperial Stout, it's like, you know, just turn on a Disney movie and you're going to feel good even if it's snowing outside. So, so going into that, recommendations for people because there could be another shutdown looming. We're already seeing the stay-at-home orders pop Those, back right. up in Those California. ICU beds. Yep. It's yeah. getting a little it's getting a little dicier these days. So people are going to be sitting at home listening to our podcast, wondering, Mike, what shows or movies would you watch or would you recommend me watching? All right. I'll give you three. So one, folklore. Just go watch it. It's gonna be great. Uh, I just watched The Undoing on HBO. Which one's that? So it's with Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant, Murder Mystery, Who Done It. Uh, yep. And they just do a really good job. It's only seven episodes, but every single episode they kind of focus on a different character, and it makes you feel like, oh, maybe they did it. And so you're you're always kind of caught off guard. And they say it's a like it's season finale. I don't I don't think they quantified it as a limited series or mini series, which means that it would only be those episodes, but it definitely wraps up in the 7, which I like. I don't I don't like shows that go on too long, especially when it's you're just trying to figure out who killed who or something like that. Right. It's like just end the show. You know what I mean? So so they clean it up 7 episodes. It's you know, you can poke holes in it. You know, it, it's it's not like foolproof. It's it's not gonna blow your mind. But as far as entertainment value, great. And then, so I'm going. I'm also it. in Shit's Creek now. Yeah. Dude, so thank my wife you. was like, she watched Shit's Creek by herself. She's like, you need to watch it. She's like, I will watch every episode again with you. So, I mean, it's it's so good for the fact that I love it that it's only 20 minutes long. Oh yeah, because I think it's made for TV. Yes, and so when 100%. you get it on Netflix, it's only twenty minutes. So you know when it's like ten thirty at night, and you're like, I don't want to watch another show because I got to get up in the morning or something like that. Like twenty minutes is easy, dude. So the the funniest thing was I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I don't even know what I'd recommend. What have what have I been watching? Shit's Creek. So the thing though that got me about the show is I'm only on season two. I don't know how many seasons there are right now. I think there's six. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I, so my problem with Shit's Creek was the first couple episodes. I was like, I don't know if I like this. Like, it, yes, no, I, I had that too. Was Absolutely, like fighting with myself, being like, do I should I watch another episode? Well, it's like it's funny, yeah, but it's but like it's, it's not like laugh out loud funny. It's just kind of cute and stuff, right? And I I like didn't get into it until pretty much the end of season one. Yes, same. And then I was like, I love this David character. Yes, David's the best. <laughs> he actually started it. No, he didn't. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and he got his dad on board. So his dad is Eugene Levy. Wait, that He's, that's his real... Yeah, it's his real dad. And actually... No shit. His sister's in it, too. She is the waitress. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, one that's who his dates sister. the quiet country dude. Yeah, it's his sister. Okay, see, life. I think that's even cooler that their family... Because, well, Eugene Levy, he's the... He's the um, the executive producer technically of the show right i think, I think it's, it's probably david his, yeah okay yeah it's, is his is his real name david <laughs> yeah that's even fun. could you play a character with your own name though like yeah. I, I don't know does it make it i wonder <laughs> no, if it makes it's a good name all you actors out there like i've never seen shia labeouf play a character named shia that's but... a weird name though <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know chris pratt play 
Chris Pratt. That's... I don't know why people get too creative with names. It's like, <laughs> no, that's true. They're just Diamond Dozen at this point. Dude, that's so fun. Yeah, I 100% recommend Shit's Creek. Yeah, so my wife, Caitlin's watched the whole thing, and she said by the end, it got so emotional, she was crying. I was like, that's crazy that you could take such a funny premise and get to the point that you're so emotionally invested in the characters that by the end of it, you're crying. Really? Yeah. She, uh, I don't, yeah. I want to ask so many questions, but what? how far are you in it? Uh, Halfway through season two. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. pretty but much that's the other thing is like you could literally watch a whole season in a day if you wanted, oh, yeah. just because they're 20 minutes long. That's what I, I mean, did you could just last burn through it. Yeah. I literally watched the whole season one. I was like, I hate this Roland guy, but he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like this Three Floyds beer. It's probably going to take me a whole season of Shit's Creek to get through it, but yeah. Sw- but it's it, it's definitely drinkable. But yeah, it's it's going to take me a while. This is definitely not a a pound beer. All right. So this. So wait. Uh, so do you have any shows that we should watch? Like recommendations? Give me one. Uh, I don't see. Okay, my problem is like I feel like most of the you're sh- a taker, not a giver. Yeah, I take yeah, I take the show's ideas. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Well, see, my thing though is I I watch a lot of documentaries. Mm. Me personally, like I I'm a big documentary guy. Um, so have you heard of uh, Alex Honnold? Yeah, yeah, the one who did the um, uh, free uh, free solo. Like yeah. the that like I would recommend that if you've never seen that free solo is probably one of the best documentaries I've ever seen in my life. Didn't you recommend another one? It's uh Dawn wall. Does that sound Oh, right? the Dawn wall. Yes. That one is yeah, fantastic. I, I still never well. got around to that one, but I know the Dawn wall is a section of El Capitan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. a really difficult part of it. So the, the two climbers, um, I don't know their names on the top of my head, but who, who did the Dawn wall, they actually built the route. Like oh, wow. they, so they ma- like they kind of they like they mapped it out, but it's like this stupidly intricate uh, form of climbing. And there's this one po- segment of the wall, pretty much, where you're scaling it like uh, horizontally, not vertically. And it's so tight on your fingers that it, it's super technical. That if you miss, you're gonna you know you'll fall. And it took them like I forget what it was like eight nine days ten days on the same section of this wall of them camping because one of the guys just couldn't make it through god always the weakest link yeah but this but the dude who was helping uh the super technical climber he he was just a a little free climber for like um boulder or bouldering he used to do Mm. bouldering so like for him to be able to take on this like super hard task is just incredible and the oh and the guy i I need to look this up now because you're getting me hyped he lost the tips of his two of the tips of his fingers and uh he cut them off in a in a saw accident and they said he would never be able to be as good of a climber as he is and he can still climb with these nubs wow that's crazy imagine climbing with nubs dude like there's no way i can't imagine climbing anyway so how do you have that much (laughs) grip though I don't know. That's crazy. I'm just like, it's, it just like opened my eyes of like what people can do. Nice. The other, and actually the other documentary that I really like is, uh, everybody's everything. I believe it's called. It's the Lil Lil Peep documentary. He was a, he was an artist. Lil Peep? Lil Peep. And he, he, he died of a overdose. Boyerism? Suspected, (laughs) suspected overdose. But like, it's a crazy documentary about, cause he, film everything from you know when he was a kid who's like, little peep what did he do 
he's he's a big artist uh but he was a just he, like a painter yeah <laughs> no he's a he's like a a punk punk rock rapper type thing he like merged different genres of music together and just created almost this new scene of music and he died really young but he was he was gonna be like the next big thing like he was just that dude he's the the next big thing he, he had face tattoos you know yeah anyone with face tattoos is gonna be big it's gonna be the biggest little peep <laughs> you know this though any takashi 69 he's got face tattoos he's you, you can't you have to be famous at that point what are you gonna do for work nothing that, that's what i'm saying you have to be fam- there's no going back like think about if you get face tattoos and you're not a tattoo artist and you're not a famous like artist what do you do yeah, I heard Post Malone is broke, and then, because, like, what is he going to do? He's got face tattoos, so the, he's like, hey, can you guys make, like, some Doritos, like, made after me? Because I can't go broke, and I can't get a job because I have all these face tattoos. And he's like, all right, we'll do Post Malone EOs or whatever the, he's got Crocs the Doritos too. are called. <laughs> he's got Crocs. So, yeah, I totally get it. Desperate times. I, I'm just saying, Mike. Like, That's not real. Post Malone's I, not broke. Yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Like, dude, he has so many platinum, <laughs> platinum records. I mean, he could be. I don't know. Actually, who knows with record companies these days? We're learning from, you know, Chris. Oh, and, come on. It's yeah. not record companies. Yeah, that's... It's bad decisions. It's bad. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Hey, he does like Bud Light, though. We know yeah. that. We Face should tattoos. review Bud Light just for him. Which is great. I, I mean, yeah, not for me, but whatever. Face tats and Bud Light. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think those are some good recommendations yeah especially the mountain climbing stuff because i was reading somewhere that and i had no idea that the 2021 summer olympics that were supposed to happen this year they're actually going to have rock climbing as uh an olympic sport no way yeah so when when did that happen uh just this year this is like a new thing so i want to say it's they they're gonna have like three different events one is like a speed wall like you get to the top as fast as you can for time one is bouldering so everyone does like a bouldering problem where there's no rope and then the other one is a just get as high as you can like it just keeps going and you just get as far as you can really yeah so it's like three different disciplines i guess i mean i don't know that much about climbing so i can't speak that intelligently with my limited knowledge on it but no no no. that's that's yeah. i'm actually super excited for that because outside of you know the running events and the gymnastics i mean summer olympics are i mean we're not gonna have michael phelps anymore so we need something else we need something else we need our rock climbers tommy caldwell is the rock climber from the dawn wall he's like the the main uh climber and the craziest part about him is i won't spoil the movie for you but he was one of the four Americans back in 2000 that got captured in Kyrgyzstan. It, I guess it has really great mountain climbing over there. Yeah. But the, there's a war going on between like these rebels and the government. Yeah. And I think they, that's been going on since the dawn of man. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty <laughs> so, sure. Pretty yeah, sure. But him and three other climbers got captured and taken hostage. And... Yeah. There's this crazy part of the movie, but he pretty much like climbed his way out of it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Use your it's, skills. it's intense. It's pretty intense is all I got to say. This guy's lived a crazy life. So cool. the Don Wall, 100%. And of course, I mean, my favorite Bob's Burgers. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> I love me an animated series. That's just me. Well, I mean, I think those are some pretty good recommendations. 
I think I'm going to go ahead and recommend Three Floyd's Dark Lord. I think I like it. I don't know if I would seek it out. I don't know if I'd buy it on the shelf. But if somehow one could magically appear on a whim, if I was feeling the mood and I'm watching the Taylor Swift folklore documentary on Disney Plus, why it's snowing outside and I don't have to work that day, I would definitely reach for it on my table. I'll back you on that. I... It's a good beer. It's a good beer. I, I, like you said, I don't know if I'd go out of my way for it, but but most dark beers I probably wouldn't go out of my way for. But if this was on my, if this was in my refrigerator, I'd definitely pull it out and have it. Especially like I feel like right after dinner, like a nice after dinner beer maybe for me. That's how I feel about it. Well, on that, you know, gave you some good recommendations, and uh, you know, stay safe out there with everything going on. Stay warm. Yeah, look. Just stay at home. Just yeah, don't go anywhere. Just don't mask. do anything. Yeah. You know, just, 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 just don't do anything. Just spend your money on subscription services. You know, like order them all. Like report back. Tell us which ones we miss. Which ones you got to do. I mean, for me, Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO Max. You're good. Yeah. So yeah, I'd have to agree with that. And I mean, if you're an Amazon subscriber, you, like for Prime, you get Amazon that's Prime. A given. Anyway. That's, we can't do anything without Amazon yeah, anymore. We're just robots at this point. No, that's so true. Yeah. And like I said, check us out on stimuluspodcast.co. Honestly, drop us, dude, drop us some questions. Mike and I want to answer some questions from the audience. We want to hear what your thoughts are, what we can do, get you engaged, come on the show. Thank you, Three Floyds, Revolution Brewing. But uh, yeah, on that note, I'm Brendan. And I'm Mike. And this is the Stimulus Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>